Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Wednesday to you. It's Wednesday, July the 28th. Today's episode is brought to you by NBA Draft Show, Live Draft Show. The NBA Draft Goat, Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host, Rafael Barlow, and Locked On host, John Corrales, will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow it. Follow Locked On NBA on your YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm saying July 29th, but I'm really talking about tomorrow. <laughs> but I got my man Mark Narducci here. What's up, Mark? How you been, brother? Hey, doing great, Keith. Looking forward to the draft. I think there, there could be a few moves here, <laughs> uh, as there generally are during draft time. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know what? Before we talk about the draft, let's talk about – because, see, here's the thing about the draft with the Sixers. Unless the Sixers get a, – a, unless the 76ers make a substantial trade, you know what I mean, really, I don't know if the draft is really going to help them. I think the free agency aspect – is going to help them. Now, again, so for the first segment, I want to talk about free agency. We want to talk about Kyle Lowry in specific. The second segment, we're going to talk about if, if the Sixers uh, can make a trade or are they going to make a trade tomorrow um, with the 28th pick, trade the 28th pick. Um, in the third segment, we just talk about things that come to head. But you know what? Kyle Lowry is a guy, Mark, that the 76ers, the 76ers really want to go after. Right, he's a guy that's attracting a lot of interest, and to me, is some may argue. I mean, I like Kyle. I like what Kyle brings, but for a guy who's 35 years old, and you know, he has the the Pelicans uh, creating cap space. He has the Lakers interest in interested. He has the New York Knicks, the Sixers. You know, he has a bunch of team interested in him, and his trade in Miami Heat. And what he wants is $90 million over three years. Question to you. Kyle Lowry will make the Sixers, if they had to trade Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry will step in and make the Sixers a better team. Because, you know, if they had to trade Ben Simmons, do you think he would be a good fit? And that's my opinion. But in your opinion, do you think he would be a good fit for the Sixers? I think he'd be a great fit for them because he brings toughness. He's a guy that doesn't mind taking, in fact, likes taking the, the, the big shot. He's a leader. The only question I have about him, uh, Keith, is the fact that the last couple of years he's been banged up and, and missed some time. Um, you know, if, I could, if he could be a durable player, he would be an outstanding player, not only for what he on court. Able to do it, but I, I think it would be a great move. Yeah, I, I lost you a little bit. Last time you, last thing you said is not what he can do on the court. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's 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 also the leadership and the toughness that he brings. They could use some toughness. They could use a guy that in the last two minutes of a game is, is going to step up, uh, and, and I think he would bring that. And I, and I think it would go on to his teammates as well. So 
So I, I think he would bring a lot to the table. I just worry a little bit about his durability. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, that's a good uh, point. Uh, now, here's the thing. You know, you look at it and you say to yourself, like, Kyle Lowry is making a lot of teams pay for basically not picking them up in, 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 the, in, the, in the trade deadline. You know, last year his demands were, like, he wanted to go to a team that was going to basically give him two years, $25 million, an extension. That's what he wanted. Now, right now, Kyle Lowry, the asking price is three years, 90. Now, teams feel like they can get it done if they give them 25 year. I mean, 25 per. But the thing is, he wants three years. There's going to be a team to do that. Now, my thing is, you know, there was the report that came out about the 76ers trying to break the bank to get them. Like they wanted, in order to they wanted in order for Toronto to get Ben Simmons, a package that included Ben Simmons, they wanted Fred Flanvey, OG Obanobi, Kyle Lowry, and a number four pick in the draft. Now I joked with a friend of mine saying, "Dad, can you imagine how Pascal Siakam feels? You mean I wasn't included in this trade? <laughs> what am I trash? You know what I mean? So you know it's it's to a point where you know if the tr- if the report is true." They're, the Sixers are overpricing it, and I get it. You you ask for what you can get right now to see if somebody goes with it, but there's no way in heck that somebody is going to give up that much for Ben Simmons. Keith, the Sixers would be lucky if Toronto said, we'll do a sign-and-trade and let's do Lowry Simmons even up. I mean, that, that, they, 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 they'd be lucky, lucky for that to happen, to, you know, to kind of get all these other guys or, or, or whatever. It, it, it's just crazy. No, it's Toronto, uh, Toronto's not going to do that. And and look, early on, you, you shoot for the stars, but if you start shooting for something that unrealistic, other teams aren't going to take you seriously. Yeah, you're exactly right. And and, and that's going to be the tough part. So, and then not only that, Kyle has, like we said, the Miami Heat, the Lakers. I don't see anything happening with the Lakers unless they get a third team involved, right? New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, they made a trade so they can – you know, so they can slide them in there. Like you said, you know, uh, like you said before we got on here, they think Kyle Lowry can be the Chris Paul for the New Orleans Pelicans. Like Kyle, I'm like Chris, Chris Paul was for the Phoenix Suns this year. So they created space. Now, here's the thing. If they don't bring back, if they don't bring back um, Lonzo Ball, they're going to have $25 million, um in cap space this year. Kyle Lowry wants thirty. He, some people are saying he'll settle for 25. If they don't bring back Josh Hart, they'll have 36 million. If they don't have bring back Josh Hart and Ball, so this seems like from a financial standpoint, you would have to say that they are the front runners. Now the New York Knicks like them. Here's the thing: they want to go after them. They offered him. Some a source told me that they are willing to give him two years between 20 and 30. Somewhere, anywhere between 20 and 30, but two years, two years. So right now, when he's saying three, basically you look at it that New Orleans is the front runner right now. New Orleans wants to make Zion happy. They want to make these, they want to get these young stars better. And Kyle Lowry, they're looking at as the perfect fit. So this isn't a slam dunk for the 76ers at all. So they, you know, it's, it's like, it's kind of like, like you said, Daryl, you may be lucky to do a, a, a sign and trade straight up for these two. But at the same time, it just makes it seem like 
that this could be a, a, a tougher deal for the 76ers to get done. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. And the other thing is, Keith, and, and from your reporting, uh, it, it looks like you, you say to yourself, what does Lowry want? Does he want the most possible dollars? Does he want a chance to win the championship? And, and just reading between the lines, and I don't know this, but from reading what you reported, he seems like he's looking for the most money. And if that's the case, then the Pelicans are going to be a serious contender for him. Exactly. He wants to get paid. Now, as someone said to me, and I didn't put it in there, he wants to get paid, but now if the Sacramento Kings offer him 30 mil, he's not <laughs> going to Sacramento. You know what I mean? Right. But, but right. like, but like, if, if, but if, if it's like one of these other teams, you know, he, he's definitely going to go there. And let's face it, Miami's a pretty good option too because it's a tax-free state. The Miami, the Miami uh, Heat need a point guard, you know, and they're monitoring the situation. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll basically see what's out there. But one thing I want to talk to you about, Mark, real quick is Built Bar. You know what I mean? We talked the last time about the flavors and all this other stuff and you know, I don't want to go through that uh, and this and that. Or nah, I will. You know, Bill Bar has coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookie and creams, and German chocolate. I'm just going to tell you all this, and Mark knows this by now. I love Bill Bar. I have one every morning. I get up in the morning. I get my black coffee. I love my coffee black, and I like having a Bill Bar next to me. Why? Is a great taste. And it's only 17, 18 grams of protein. It's, it's, uh, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. It's amazing flavor, all tasty, and all healthy. You know what else, too? Built Bar is the official protein bar of the USA track and field team. It can't get any better than that. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked 15, and you'll get 15 off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and um, get 15 off in, uh, your first order. And do it today, people. Do it today. Don't sit around and wait. Do it today. Now, Mark, my question to you is, with the Sixers, do you think they'll trade that first-round pick? You know what, Keith? Uh, to me, a first-round pick in their situation is only for a sweetener uh, in, in a big deal. And I don't think they're going to make a big deal. So right now, I'm, I'm leaning toward the, them keeping the pick. Uh, I, you know, unless they make some smaller, smaller type move or, or something, I, you know, or maybe they'll draft a guy and then trade him later on. or I, I don't know, but... But I, 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 right now, I, and I know the word out there is that they're probably going to trade a, that. I, I think I don't know. I, I don't think there's going to be that type of move where it's going to be worth trading them. But maybe I'm wrong. So my, my inclination right now is that they'll keep it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm under that too because, you know, my thing is it's like one of those things. You know, I, I guess when you look at it, though, from the surface, right, from the surface, what's going to help the Sixers more? A veteran? a veteran, a proven veteran role player or a first-round pick who probably will be behind Maxi, Isaiah Joe, B-Ball, Paul, Matisse Thibel in the rotation, right? You know, so, you know, the veteran guy is going to help because it's going to give you immediate help. You can just slide him in, this and that. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, 
you know, I don't know right now if teams are like hungry enough to just say, let's get, let's get a late first round pick. You know what I mean? Now, anything could change if guys drop to someone. Like if someone is a team thinks a guy is going to go higher in the draft and they see him there like at 26, 27, they may say, hey, Philly, uh, can, can we make a trade with you? I understand. But right now, like you're right, I, I think that that's the sweetener. Now, don't get it twisted now. There was times where Brian Colangelo traded up in the late first round and, and got a guy. Like he did that once and got a, a center in the, in, the, in the draft with Markel Folks. So it can happen. But I'm with you 100%. I, I, don't, I don't really know, man. I, I just don't. Like, I, I think that a lot of this buzz is coming out is the Sixers. You know, the Sixers, what they're trying to do is they're trying to see if there is a market for them. Is there a market for somebody to come out and say, hey, look, let's get this pick. Now, again, who knows? Tomorrow, we could, we're saying this now, it could happen. Like I said, if a team is really there. But, you know, I, I, I just... I think it's more of the Sixers than other teams saying, hey, we want that pick. It's more of the Sixers saying, hey, who wants to come get this pick? Yeah, and, and Keith, the other thing, I, I don't know really how much they can do until they have the Simmons situation resolved, you know? Uh, and, and, you know, according to your reporting and other things, that that probably won't happen until maybe, maybe the preseason. So... I, I'm not sure they're going to be as active as, as maybe people think. You know, Daryl Morey has a reputation of being very active on draft day, and it very well could happen. But uh, r- right now, I, until they get the uh, Simmons situation solved, I, I think their hands are a little tied uh, right now. I agree with you. Now, let me tell you something, Mark. What you need to do is you need to save money. Not you, but people out here need to save money and, and, and time by using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more from the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving people for over 20 years, right? Over 20. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. We, you know... Go explore the easiest, the easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how did they hear about us box so we know we, you, you sent us. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Do it today, people. Do it today. Now, Mark, what, to you, what do you think, do you think it's too early to say what the Sixers' biggest needs are? Yeah, like I said, I, 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 I mean, I, I think their biggest need is to get rid of Ben Simmons. And, and until they do that, I mean, so that so then they're going to need a point guard. Uh, so that that's, that's what I think. Uh, their biggest need is someone that could run their offense, someone, you know, in the last two minutes that wants to take that big shot. Uh, so I, I would think that, that that is their biggest need, assuming that he will not be on the team uh, next year, uh, next season. I, I, I think they need a point guard. Yeah, I agree, assuming. I, I even think if he is, like, let's just say if so, 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 
if if he just happens to be remain on the team, which is highly highly unlikely. People, but I still think they need a point guard. I think they need another ball handler. They need somebody else because they need somebody that's going to get them in their offensive sets. You know, a pure point guard. You know, what I mean, if you look at Tyrese Maxey, you know, he's a point guard, but he's more of a combo guard who's who's playing the point. You know what I mean? He's like. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I also think that this team needs a center, a backup center. You know, like, you have to decide what you're going to do with Dwight Howard. Even still, if you bring Dwight Howard back, you have to get another center. Think about it. Last year, when when uh, they be, before they made the trade, they had four centers on the team. Then they make a trade. They trade two of them, is, is uh, Dwight and, and Joel. We all know Joel is not going to play 82 games, right? Joel will most likely miss around 20 games next year. Well, they had a problem. They're like Dwight, they were used to him coming off the bench, and they had to start Mike Scott at center, right? Mike Scott most likely won't be on his team next year. but And then also that was a failure when they started him at center. So I think they need to go out there, and that probably could be something they do with the second-round pick. But I think they need to go out there and get a center. Now, who knows? Maybe the second-round pick guy won't be ready at, at the 50th pick. But at the same time, you have to go in free agency. And I believe you need to shore that up very, very quickly just because of Joel Embiid's injury history. Is, is he a phenomenal player? Of course he is. But you know he's going to miss at least 20 games. Yeah, a couple things on that, Keith. You're right. Uh, first off... Um I think they have to decide what they're going to do with George Hill uh, because a lot, of, well, a lot of his salary is not going to be guaranteed this year. He's he is a real point guard. Shake Milton isn't, as you mentioned. Maxi isn't. So they they have to get a guy that, that, as you mentioned, handle the ball. So they really have to decide what they're going to do with George Hill. As far as the center, I'd be interested to see if they be uh, if he's around at fifty. Luke Garza of Iowa, who was such a big scorer in college, but whose stock is not very high in the NBA. I think you reported that he had worked out with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see if he's around at 50, if, if they would take a, take take him there. Yeah, that would be, yeah. I mean, that would be a good one. Uh, and the guy, he went up against the guy from Utah State. I heard the guy from Utah State was had a better workout. Uh, you know, than Luke did. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but I, I feel bad. Seven footer, shot blocker, um, extremely athletic. Um, but they said he had a better workout. And, and the thing about the Garza thing is, it really shocks me. We're talking about the two time National Player of the Year, and the guy who you know people are projecting as a, a, a late first rounder. I mean, excuse me, late second rounder. But you know, it is what it is. But I do like his body. I think that he's a guy that comes in there. He can set picks. He can do some dirty, not dirty things, but, you know, do things that, that really don't, that go unnoticed on the stat sheet. But, but yeah, I, they need to go there and get somebody. I mean, someone, you know. Hey, hey, if the kid from, if, if Jeremiah Robinson Earl is available, do you take the flyer on him? You know, do you? Uh, Power forward. I would think about a flyer at him at 28, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I like the way he plays defense. But how about the other question I have for you? What do you, what do you think they're going to do with George Hill? I don't know, man. I think a lot of that's predicated on what they think they have in the trade, like with Ben Simmons. You know, here's, okay. my, here's my thing about the whole George Hill thing. Like, 
Yeah. If I, I think it depends on what what other options they have at point guard, but you know George Hill is is crazy. It's kind of like, you know, everyone was all excited about the possibility of getting James Harden. Didn't happen. So everyone was excited about the po- possibility of getting Kyle Lowry last year at the trade deadline. Didn't happen. So you bring in George Hill, a guy who was banged up, a guy who was injured. He plays, and he he basically doesn't live up to the hype that he had. So then all of a sudden, do you bring him back to probably say, hey, look, this guy was battling an injury. He's back. We're going to see what he is. Or are you going to just say, oh, we're going to part ways with him. And if you part ways with him, it's basically admitting that it didn't work out. You know what I mean? So I look at it two different ways. Like my thing is you got to bring back people who are going to help the team. Also, we really don't – I don't think he showed us what his true – he gave us a true assessment of what he could do based off of the injury he had and all that other stuff. But at the third thing, it's like – you don't, if you don't, I, I, I don't know. If he's not going to help the team, you don't want him back. But you don't also don't want to admit that it didn't work out. <laughs> you know, it was a bad well, move. Here's, here's the other thing, Keith. If you bring him back, right, isn't he getting paid like $10 million or something? Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. lot of money. So you, you, they're, they're really going to have to think long and hard about this one, I think. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But, Mark, I want to thank you for coming on this pod. Uh I would like if I would love to do one with you uh, tomorrow if you have a chance. The morning of the draft. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, bro. You'll be up there, so you'll be hearing some. uh, You'll be hearing some tall tales up there as well. So it'll. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be good to do. All right, brother. I want to thank you for for joining this pod. I would like to thank you guys for listening. Um, You know, like I said, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow uh, Mark Narducci on Twitter at SJNard. And you can go anywhere to download this podcast where you get your podcast at. Thank you guys for listening and have a blessed, blessed day.